Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Yanki Carmel. Mesechus Yevamus has been dedicated by Mati and Hadassah Jacobowitz, Lezecher Nishmas Yaakov Zev ben Repesach Yosef. We are up to Yevamus, Daf Samach Dalid, Amen Aleph. The Mishnah says, Nasa Isha, Visha Ima Eser Shanim Vilayolda, Ene Rishay Levato. If someone's married for 10 years and he doesn't have any children, he is not able to be Mavato the Mitzvah of Puravu. So what does he have to do? Rashi says, Either he should divorce his wife, or he should marry another lady with his wife. Now the question is, what does Rashi mean, Yigarshena, that he should divorce her? What does he gain by divorcing her? The whole point of the Mishnah is that there's a mitzvah of Puravu, that he's not able to be Mekayim with this Isha, so he has to marry another Isha. Why does divorcing her play any role in what he has to do now? Rashi should just say that Yisachar Sima, he's mechiv to marry another lady. What's the Indian of Gerishin? So Rashi in Ksubis, the Fayin Zayin, explains more. Over there we find the Machlaikis in the Gemara. Taisus over here brings it down. There's a Machlaikis, in this case of our Mishnah, of Nasa Isha, Risha Ima Esther Shanim, are we kaif in Is there a chiv to be Megarisha? Which really begs the same question. Why is there an Indian of divorcing her if the whole point of the problem is that he's not being Mekayim Puravu, the whole Indian should be that he should take another wife? Why is there an Indian of Kaifin Isilahitsi? Why do we find the Manda Amar in Ksubis that we're Mekayim him and we force him to divorce her? So Rashi over there explains that Midaraisa, you're right, he has no Chiv to divorce her because that would not accomplish the issue that we have, which is that he's not being Mekayim Puravu. But the Rabbanim were worried that if he's going to stay married to his present wife, who hasn't been moiled in 10 years, and we're not going to be of him to divorce her, so he's going to be complacent in his situation. He's in no rush to divorce her, and he'll be misatzel, and he won't divorce her. So the Rabbanim were Mechayev, a person that's married for 10 years without having children, he has a chiv mid to divorce his wife. Even though, you'll not be Mechayim Puravu by divorcing your wife. But if we're not Mechayim you to divorce her, we're afraid you won't divorce her, and you won't get married to another lady. Therefore, the Rabbanon put on a chiv on him to divorce his wife. So Rashi over here is beautiful. Because Enochanami, let's say he doesn't divorce his wife, but he takes a second wife with his present wife. So there, the Rabbanon never made a chiv to divorce her. The entire chiv to divorce her is only because we're afraid he won't take a second wife. He'll be happy with the situation, married to this lady, and he'll say, I'm looking for a wife, and he'll take his time. He's in no rush. He likes his wife. Therefore, we put on a chiv gerishin to make sure he rushes up and takes care of his chiv. So either he has to divorce her, but if he takes a second wife, he won't have to divorce her, because the whole point of the chiv gerishin is that he should take another wife. So Rashi over here says beautifully, either divorce her like the Takana de Rabbanon, that any person that has a wife that hasn't had children in 10 years has a Chiyav Gerishin mid or if you don't want to divorce her, you could take another wife. And in that case, there won't be any Chiyav Gerishin. That's Shan Rashi over here. Now the wording of the Mishnah is that he was Nasa Isha, Vesha Ima Esther Shanim Yolda. He didn't have any children. So the Rajba brings down two ways to understand the meaning of the words Vilayolda. He says the Pashtas of Vilayolda sounds like he did not have any children. 
He was married for 10 years without any children. On that we say there's a chiyah to divorce her or marry someone else with her. However, if he had one child, either a zachar or an akeva, but it's only one child, and we know for Puruvu, we came out, we passed him like Beis Hillel, you need a zachar and an akeva. But the wording of Al Mishnah would be mashma, that if you had one child, even though you weren't Mekai and Puruvu, still the Chi of Gerishin does not apply. This whole din of the Mishnah of Ene Rishay is only if it's Layold at all. But if you have one child, it sounds like from the Mishnah there's no Chi of Gerishin. The Rajah brings down a second shot. That the Layolda means Kitikunai. We had just had a Mishnah earlier. That for Puravu, you need a Zachar and an Akeva. This Mishnah is a continuation of that Mishnah. This Mishnah is saying, if Nasa Isha, Vesha Ima Esther Shanim, if someone's married for 10 years, Vilayolda, he did not do the Leda that's necessary to be Makayim Puravu, on that we say, and you have to divorce her. But of course, the second shot holds, having one child would also not be enough. Because the whole point of the Mishnah is, there's a chi of Gershin because you didn't do Puravu. So what's the mile of having one child? So because we have a Machlaikis, if one child, which is not a Kim of Puravu, is that enough to take away the halacha of a chi of Gershin by a Nasa Isha Vesha Ima Eser Shanim? The Rajma says that he likes the first shah that with one child you will not have a chi of Gershin. Now this needs beer. Why should we say that one child shouldn't have a chi of Gershin? L'chayr, the whole point of the Mishnah, the whole chi of Gershin, which we said is Midrabanan, this chi is coming because you're not Mekayim Puravu. So why would there be any Maila with this that you had one child? So there are two ways to explain the Shittas Harajba. The simple understanding is that every time Aisha doesn't have a child for 10 years, so we're worried that maybe she's not able, she's not capable of having children. 10 years is a significant amount of time for us to be nervous that she's not capable of having children, and therefore the Rabbana put on a chi of Gerishin. However, if we see that she is capable of having children, she has a child. So a lady that's capable of having children, we're not going to be mechaiv you to divorce her and marry someone else, because maybe you'll have another child from this lady. There's no reason for us to say that you won't have another child from this lady unless we see that for 10 years she's not able to have children. Once you have one child, we lose that ability and that right to say that she's not capable of having children, and therefore you're allowed to stay with her. That would be the simple understanding of the Rajma. However, the Abdi Nezer has a beautiful pshat. In Simon Aleph and Eben Ezer and Eishches, he's really saying this to answer a different question. He's bothered that we know the halacha is, by tzedakah, the hamavazvez al yavazvez yeisim yichaymish. There's gemaras throughout Shas. You're not mechayif to give tzedakah more than a fifth of your nechassim. Now this halacha, that you're not mechayif to spend more than a fifth on tzedakah, also applies by all mitzvahs. The Ramah, in Simen Tafresh Nun Vav, in regards to a of an esrik, he says a person should not spend more than a fifth of his nechassim. Because the din of Hamavazvez al Yavazvez Yesimichaymish applies to all mitzvahs deraisa. You're never mechayif to spend more than a fifth of your money. So the Abdinezer asks a very interesting question. He says, if for a mitzvah I say, you're not mechayif to spend all your money, presumably the understanding of the rationale of that halacha is that you don't have to be meisir nefesh and give up such a significant amount of your resources for a mitzvah I say. So why are you mechayif to divorce a lady 
This is a tremendous mysterious nefesh on the husband's part to divorce his wife just to be able to be mekayim a mitzvah. And based on the halacha of Hamavazis al Yivazis Yisim Yichaymish, the Avnei doesn't understand why is he mechuyif to go through to such lengths to mekayim a mitzvah. So the Avnei says that Einachanami for a regular mitzvah you would not have to go to such an extent to even divorce your wife to be able to be mekayim a mitzvah. But over here, there's more at stake. He says, Lamashal, we find Lagabe Yibam. There's a Isser to marry an Eshazach, which is from the strongest of Eris. It's an Isser Karas. But when it comes to Kim Shame of a Mishpacha, to retain the family name, we say that if someone died without any children, so we're Matir, the title was Matir, the Isser Eshazach, and you're allowed to marry your brother's wife, all to keep his name Kaim Ba'ilam. So here also, the Abdi Nezer explains, the point over here is not that you have to divorce your wife to be able to be Mekayim, the mitzvah say of Puravu. Rather, there's more at stake. Over here, there's going to be a Mechiyah Shem Yisrael. If this person remains married to this lady, we're afraid he'll never have another child, and his Mishpach's name will be erased. Therefore, we're Mechayim him to do Gerishin. So the Abdi Nezer says, a great Mechav for this. He says, the Raj Bashita. We see the Rajbra says that if you have one child, there's no chiv to divorce your wife. Now, if we learn Kipshutai, that the whole chiv Gerishin is because of the mitzvah Puravu, so we said it's very hard to understand. Why, when you have one child, is there no chiv Gerishin? Lechari, you weren't Makayim Puravu. So Abni Nezah says beautifully, it's not the mitzvah Puravu that's Makayim the Gerishin, because it's a Hain Rav. It's too expensive. No person is Makayim to be so much an Efesh for a mitzvah Zaseh. The only reason you have to be Meisr Nefesh is that there should be a Kim of Hashem. There should be an extension, a continuation of his family name. So for that, we say one child is enough. Just like by Yibum. If you have one child, there's no Din of Yibum. To be Matar Eshazach, because there's a Kim Hashem. There's no Mechiyah shame of this Meshbacha. There's a continuation. One child is enough for that. So if you have one child, we're not going to put on a Chiyav Gerishin. So we originally had learned Kipshutai, that the reason why when you have one child, there's no Chiyav Gerishin is because Enachanami, we are Mechayev Gerishin for Puruvu, but since you have one child, we still have a right to assume maybe you'll be Mechayev Puruvu at a later time, since we see she is capable of having children. So we say, maybe she'll have another child. The Abnineza is saying, no, for Puruvu, we're never Mechayev Gerishin. This that we're Mechayev Gerishin is because of the Mechias shame of the Meshbacha. On that we say, if you have one child, there's no Chiyav Gerishin. So we have two Pshatim to understand the Rajba, why one child is enough to not have the halacha of the Chiyav Gerishin Midrabana. Now, in regard to the Abnezer's question, we're going to really need a teret to his kasha, according to the Rishonim that we mentioned before, the Yesh Emrim and the Rajba, that they hold that one child is not enough. The Rajba had brought down that a lot of Rishonim are medayik, the Lashna Mishnah of the Loi Yolda, that Layolda means Layolda Kitikuna. You didn't have enough ladies to be Mekayim Puravu. Anytime you didn't do enough ladies to be Mekayim Puravu, we put on a Chi of Gerishin. So now, Hadra Kushi Ladukhta, Nadinezer had asked, How could there be a din that you mechiv to divorce your wife, to be able to do Puravu? Lechaira, you never mechiv to spend so much to be so much in Nefesh for a mitzvah saseh. His entire territory is that for one child, we're going to be mechayiv to divorce your wife 
not because of the mitzvah of Puravu, but rather that there should be a kiyam shem mishpacha. But now we're saying that these Rishonim hold that by one child also there's a chi of Gerishin. Only when you're Mekayim Puravu, we take off the chi of Gerishin. So it seemed like these Rishonim hold that the chi of Gerishin is coming from the mitzvah of Puravu. On that we have the question, since when is a mitzvah zaseh Mechayiv you to be so moist and nefesh? So on that, the Abnei says another Teretz, an unbelievable Chiddush. He says, this halacha that we know, that for a mitzvah zaseh, you're not mechayiv to spend more than a chaymish, is only by a mitzvah zaseh that even though you're not doing it this year, Lamashul, you don't have enough money to buy a loaf this year, because it's more than a chaymish. So we say, okay, you can't buy a loaf this year, but probably next year you'll be able to do the mitzvah. So since in your lifetime you're going to do the mitzvah of lulav, we're not mechayiv you to be meisah nefesh and give up all your money to do a mitzvah that you'll be able to mechayim at a future time. However, puravu is a mitzvah that's a once-in-a-lifetime mitzvah. Every person is not mechayiv to do puravu every year to say he didn't do the mitzvah this year, he'll do it next year. Rather, it's a mitzvah that once in your lifetime, every yid is mechayiv to have a zacharan and a keva. So if he's going to stay married to a lady after Esther Shonav Layolda, and he's not going to divorce her, Enoch Hanami is such a mysterious nefesh that a regular mitzvah say is not mechayiv, but over here, if he's not going to be moiser nefesh, he'll never be able to be mechayim the mitzvah. On that, the Abnei Nezer says, we never find the halacha that you're not supposed to spend a chaymish on a mitzvah by such a mitzvah that's a once-in-a-lifetime mitzvah. And since if you're not going to be moiser nefesh to do this mitzvah, you'll never do the mitzvah in your lifetime, on that we say you have to spend a chaymish and you have to be moiser nefesh, and over here you'll have to divorce your wife. So these are the two mahalchim of the Abnei Nezer and why you're mechuyiv to be meisah nefesh for this mitzvah. Now in reality, we could say a much simpler approach. Alpi the bir alacha, the bir alacha and simin tough reish nun vav on this ramah that for a mitzvah I say you do not have to spend more than a chaymish. The bir alacha asks a famous question from the Gemara and Kedushin of Chavtesim and Beis. The Gemara over there has a question: If someone only has five slum. Does he do pidyon ben of himself or pidyon ben of his son? And similarly, the Gemara over there has a shaila: if you only have five slums, should you do alila regal or pidyon ben? The Bir asks, what's the whole issue in that Gemara? If you only have five slums, you don't do any mitzvahs. Since the halacha is that hamavazviz alivazviz yisim applies to a mitzvah say, so we're saying that for a mitzvah say you do not spend more than a chaymish of your money. So when you only have five slayim, then doing the mitzvah of Pinyan Aben means taking away all your money. So you're not mechayif to do any mitzvah. So what's the thing about his question in Kedushan? So the Be'er Halacha says a tremendous yisait in the Halacha of Hamavazviz Ayyavazviz Yehis Mechaymish. He says the entire din, that you shouldn't spend too much money, is not really because we don't want you to be Maishan Efesh. There's no din that if a mitzvah is too hard to do, you shouldn't do it. Rather, we don't want you to be mistarach lebrius. We don't want the tzibur to have to take care and support every mishpacha in Klai Yisrael because they're buying $500 esregim. So therefore, we instituted a halacha that you never have to spend more than a fifth for a mitzvah. Therefore, you won't be mistarach lebrius. You won't be reliant on the tzibur to support you. But let's say you only have five slime, so how do you support yourself at all? 
So either the Baralacha says you have a job and you're living off your job, or you don't have a job and you're Nastarach Labrias even if you don't spend this money. So spending such a little amount of money when you only have this amount of money is not going to affect your reliance on the Tzibur. Either you have a job that takes care of you and you do not need your savings to support you, and therefore you're not going to be Nastarach Labrias, or you don't have a job and you're anyway Nastarach Labrias. So when you only have a small amount of money where it's easier for us to be mechaiv you to spend the money because it's not going to affect your reliance on the tzibur. That's the teretz of the Beralacha. So you see a huge havana of hamavazi al-yavazi v'yayis in the Beralacha. There's no din that we don't want you to be meisanefesh. It's just we don't want you to become reliant on the tzibur. But I think it's clear to say that according to the Beralacha, we have no problem being mechaiv you to divorce your wife. There's no din that we don't want you to be mice and nefesh. There's just a din we don't want you to spend money. When it comes to spending money, we don't want you to become reliant on the tzibur. But when it comes to an issue of divorcing your wife, even though it's very hard, we never find the Torah saying that you don't have to do hard things to enable you to do a mitzvah. So for sure, we'll let you divorce your wife and we'll be mechaiv you to divorce your wife to be able to do a mitzvah. This will be a third terrace to this question. So, the Kitzer, the Abdi had asked, how could it be that you have to be so much in Efesh for a mitzvah saseh? The Abdi Nezer's first terrace was that it's not really for the mitzvah, it's just to make sure there's no mechiyas Hashem. His second terrace is that this mitzvah is different than other mitzvahs because it's a once-in-a-lifetime mitzvah, and we're saying that according to Be'alacha, the whole halacha, that you don't have to spend money, is all in regards to money, but any other mitzvah nefesh you would have to do. Now, an interesting nafkamina between these mahalchim would be in regards to spending money for infertility treatments or the like. Because according to the Avni Nezer, the halacha of hamavazes al-yavazes yes does not apply in regards to puravu, either because mechiyas Hashem is so important or because it's a once-in-a-lifetime mitzvah. Therefore, you would have to spend all your money for infertility treatments. But according to the Be'er Halacha, that we're saying that there's no reason to assume there's anything special about Puravu. Rather, we'll say that the entire halacha of Hamavazal Yivazis Yes Mechemich is all in regards to money, but in regards to divorcing a wife, there's no such halacha. But when it comes to infertility treatments, which is an issue of spending money, so if we're right that the Be'er Halacha would not have to say there's anything special about Puravu, and he'll just say that divorcing your wife does not have this halacha, so he'll say that in regards to infertility treatments, which is an issue of money, you would not be mechayiv to spend yaisir mechaymish. Now, we had brought down before, machlaikis um, v'shaynim, brought down the Rajba, if one child is enough to take away the chiv gerishin of al-mishnah. Then Muki Yosef adds on a very big chiddish. He says that even the v'shaynim that hold, that when you have one child, you do have a chiv gerishin, which presumably is because you were not Mekayim Puravu, but if someone was Nailad, two or three Nekevais, or Zecharim, ain't Zarech Once you have a few children, even though you weren't Mekayim Puravu, you had Lamashal three sons, so we know we're passing like Basilel that you need a Ben and a Bas, and you only had Banim, you only had Zecharim, so you were not Mekayim Puravu, but the Namuki Yasef says, that you would not be mechayiv l'garsha, even according to those who are that are mechayiv l'garsha, 
when you only have one son, but when you have a couple of children, you will not have a chi of gerishin. Now this defies logic. L'chayra, the whole machayikis b'shaynim was simply if the chi of gerishin is tali impuravu or not tali impuravu. That means that the shita that one child is still machayiv gerishin holds that since you were not mekayim pruvu, therefore you have mechayiv gerishin. So how could the Namuki Yosef say that lekuli alma, which means even these rishonim that hold that by one child there is a chayiv gerishin, they're going to hold that if you have two or three children, you don't have a chayiv gerishin. But if the two or three children are all zecharim or all nekevays, you still weren't mekayim pruvu, and you should have a chayiv gerishin. So we find two mahalchim to understand this Namuki Yosef. The Eitzer Apaiskim and Simon Aleph, on Sif Dalit and Sif Katan Lamid, he is dealing with a Machaikis Achreinim, if Lashabas, you need a Zacher and an Akeva, or just one child. Now, where this comes up is on the Gemara we had earlier, the Rabbi Yechanan said, Someone had children enough to be Mekayim Puruvu, let's say he had a Zacher and an Akeva, and they die. So you have to do Puravu again. And the Gemara explains, because you need Lashavas. Which means that the Yisoyed, the point of the mitzvah of Puravu, is to create that there's a Yishuv, there's an inhabitation on this world. There's a Lashavas going on. Since you had children and they died, you don't have Lashavas. So what would be if you only have one child remaining? You had a Zohar and an Akeva, which means you did a Puravu. But the Lashavas the inhabitation that you're producing is only one child. Is that a kiyam of Lashavas? Or you have to do Puravu again? So there's a big machlaik about this. The Eitzel Paiskin brings down that the Hemek Shela holds that one would be enough. That if you had a Zachar and an Akeva, and one of them died, and you only have one child remaining, you would not have to go ahead and do the mitzvah again, because Puravu you did. And the point of Lashavas you still have. However, the Taz in Simen Aleph, Sifkatan Tess, the Taz holds that Lashavas also needs a Zachar and a Nekeva. So if you have two children and one of them dies, you would not be Mekayim Puravu because Puravu needs Lashavas and Lashavas needs a Zachar and a Nekeva. That's the Machleik is Taz and Hemek Shela. If one child's enough, that's the Shittas of the Hemek Shela and others, the Taz holds you need a Zachar and a Nekeva. Just like you need for Puravu a Zachar and a Nekeva, so too for Lashavas. The Yitzhak says he found the third Shita, the Namuki Yosef. And what does he mean? He means our Namuki Yosef. The Namuki Yosef says that even the Rishonim that hold, that one child is Mechaev Gerishin in our Mishnah, but if you have two or three children, even though you weren't Mechaev Puravu, because you only had Zacharim or Nekevais, still you don't have a Chiv Gerishin. So we asked, what do you mean? The whole Chiv Gerishin, according to these Rishonim, is because you were not Mechaev Puravu. Even if you have one child, we'll mechaiv you to uh, be mechaiv, to be able to be mechaiv puravu. So what does it help that you have two or three zecharim or two or three nekevais? So the Eitzar Paiskim says a beautiful pshat. The Remuki Yosef holds the Chiyav Gerishin is not so much because of puravu, rather it's be'ikr because of Lashavas. And since Lashavas is the reason of the Gerishin, and the Remuki Yosef holds that for Lashavas you need two children, Bain to Zacharim, Bain to Nekevais. Therefore, you don't have a Chiyav Gerishin. In other words, it's the third Shita, 
We said there's a machloikis taz and hemek shelo, which is in the tziv. They're arguing if a l'sheves is enough, one child, or the taz holds you need a zacher and an akeva. Then the mukiyasev is a middle madrega. He holds you don't need a zacher and an akeva, but you need two children. Puravu needs a zacher and an akeva, but l'sheves just needs two children. So if you have two zacharim, you are not mekayim puravu, but you are mekayim l'sheves. And the chiyav geishin of our mishnah is because of l'sheves, not because of puravu. Now, he doesn't explain why L'Sheves is more important than Puravu, but the Avana is probably along the lines of the Avinezer that we said before. The Avinezer had asked that since when are you mechiv to be so moist and nefesh for a mitzvah saseh? And his first terrace was that Fakim, Shem Mishpacha, will mechiv you to divorce. So the Mukiyasev would take that in a little different context. He'll understand that it's for the Kim of L'Sheves to have the world inhabited is such an important idea, therefore we'll have you to divorce your wife to enable you to make a L'sheves. But if you have two children, even if they're only Zcharim or only Nekevis, and you already did a L'sheves, we're not going to have a Chiyav Gerishin. That's how the Eitzar HaPaiskim explains this Peladika Nemuka Yosef. However, the Avni Nezer and the Rabbi Aaron Yafin in the Kuk Ritzvah in Ois 957 says the same thing. They say that the Nemuka Yosef means like the Ritzvah. The Ritva also says this halacha, that even the Rishayim that hold that by one child you're mechayiv to do puravu, and therefore you're mechayiv to divorce your wife, but they agree that if you have two or three children, even if they're only zcharm or only nekevais, there's no chiyav gerishin. He adds on one line to the Mugi Yosef. He says, why are we going to be mechayiv you to marry someone else? Shema mizen na'ami rak tehei Even your new wife will only give you a Zachar and a Keva. How are we going to guarantee that this person who had five children, all girls, what's our guarantee that when he marries someone else, he'll have a Zachar? Maybe even in his next marriage, he'll only have an Akeva. This is clearly not the lumness of the Eitzah Paiskim that is a Kimo Sheves going on. Rather, it seems like a different Svara. And the Svara is, the Avinezer explains, we're talking about a lady that is actually still able to give birth. The Lashon of the Ritva is, We're not talking about a case that a lady has not had a child for 10 years. The issue that the Rajbah had, that Yesh Aymrim, one child, might be Mechaev Gerishin, is talking about, you had one child, and then for 10 years you don't have any children. So the Mechaev Gerishin is the Rechiev Gerishin in such a case. You only had one child, but now we see, we have reason to be suspicious, that you're not capable of having children. The case of the Ritva that Lekuliyam will agree is talking about someone that's married Lamashal 15 years and have seven girls. She has never had a 10-year span of not having children. Every two years she has another girl. In such a case, one might think that there's some form of chazak going on. This person's only having girls. As the Abdinezer explains, the chilik between a Zacher and a Keva is who is Mazriya Tchila. Maybe in this relationship, he's always Mazriya Tchila or maybe she's always Mazriya Tchila. Therefore, we have reason to believe that they'll keep having the min that they're having. If they keep having zecharm, maybe we should say they'll always have zecharm. And maybe we should be mechaiv you to get divorced. On that, the Ritzvah says, in such an issue, we're not mechaiv you to get divorced. Because if he's the type of person that always has zecharm, who said in his next marriage he won't have zecharm again? So that's not enough of a reason for us to be mechaiv you to get divorced. But he never spoke about a case 
where someone had five zecharim and then had a 10-year span of not having children. In such a case, since he wasn't Mekayim Puravu, maybe the Ritva would agree the Zechi of Gerashin. Once we say this shot in the Ritva, there's no reason to say that Muki Yosef argues that Muki Yosef is Kamat word for word like the Ritva. He just doesn't have this last line. So if we're going to learn there's no Machleik in Muki Yosef and Ritva, Kepshutah will say that Muki Yosef means like the Ritva. And in a Hanami, maybe we'll say that if someone has two or three children and then has a 10-year gap of not having children, according to the Rishonim, that when one child is Mechayev Gerishin, so too having three children and then a 10-year gap would also be Mechayev Gerishin. Since you weren't Mechayev Puravu, therefore you have to divorce your wife to enable you to do Puravu. The only time the Ritva said there's no Shiloh in the Rishonim is only when you're still capable of having children and you're still in the midst of having children. Like his Lashon is. She's right now not being mailed, only Zechariah Manikeves. She's still in the midst of having children. On that we say, there's no reason for us to be Mechaibu, to marry someone else, because maybe you'll keep having Zechariah Manikeves. So we have two ways to understand that Muki Yosef. The Aitzah is learning that the whole Chiyav Mishnah is all for Lashavas, and then Muki Yosef has a tremendous Chiddush that two Zecharim or two Nekevahs, those are the guidelines to be Mekayim L'Sheves. But if it was Mashma, and Bepashtis and Mekayim Yosef also would mean like this, like the Achreinim are saying, that the, these Rishonim mean that in a case when you're still in the midst of having children, and you never took a 10-year break, there was no 10-year gap of not having children, on that we say there's no Chiyav Gershon. But Einachanami, if you only had Zecharim or Nekevahs, and then you had a 10-year gap, it could be that according to the Ritva and Muki Yosef, you would have a Chiyav Gerishin. So that's a big nafkamin la'alacha. The Eitzah HaPayiskim is clearly saying that even if you have a 10-year gap, there's no Chiyav Gerishin because you were Mekayim L'Shevis. And the Chiyav Gerishin is full of Shevis. And two Zecharim or two Nekevis is a Chiyav Gerishin. But according to the Pshar of the Achrenim and the Ritva, it would come out that if you had a 10-year gap, there would be a Chiyav Gerishin. The Gemara continues... Then it says in the Pasik, Mikates Eser Shanim Lashavas Avram Baeritz Kanan, Lulamedcha Shain Yeshivas Chutzlaritz Idle Minaminyan. You learn out from this Pasik that the years spent in Chutzlaritz do not go towards the counting of the ten years. Rashi explains that Dilma Mishum Avoin Chutzlaritz Haim Akurim. We have reason to believe the reason in their Akurim is because of the Avera of living in Chutzlaritz. Therefore, any years spent in Chutzlars do not go towards the counting of the ten years. The Rosh argues in Rashi. And he says, how could it be that we'll say that this, that you're not having children, is because you're living in Chutzlars? He asked that we all live in Chutzlars. And 99% of us have children. So obviously the Avon Chutzlars is not such a strong Avera that causes people not to have children. So how could we say that the Avon Chutzlars is the cause and therefore there's no Chiyav Gerishin? So he argues on Rashi, and he learns the Gemara is saying a special halacha in regards to Avram Avinu. That Avram Avinu had a tzivoy from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, leich lecha So the Rosh says that Avram Avinu had this tzivoy, and he didn't go out of Eretzral right away. He was not mekayim the tzivoy right away. Since he was netzatzon to do the tzivoy, therefore he was punished. And therefore the Pasuk says that we only start counting the 10 years after he was Mekayim the Tzivoy. The Rajvah says a similar idea to the Rosh, that it's only a special, unique halacha in the case of Aram Avinu. 
but his wording is a little different. The Rosh had pointed out that there was an Einish because he was Nesatzel. The Raj was Lashon is, and so to other Rishonim say the same thing, is that the Lashon of the Pasuk is, Leich Lecha Me'arzacha The entire Tzivoy, the entire Bracha, that you'll have children is only in Eretz Yisrael. That's why the years of Chutz Laaretz don't go towards the counting. Not because Avram did anything wrong, but rather the entire bracha was that when you live in Eretz Yisrael, then you'll have children. So he only started counting when he got to Eretz Yisrael. Now, one of the Rosh's tainas on Rashi is that how could it be that for a svara klusha kizeh, such a weak svara, that avoyin chutzlaretz would be gairim you not to have children, how can we use such a weak svara to be patter someone from a mitzvah zase? That's the lashon of the Rosh. There's a mitzvah puruvu, and you're going to patter yourself and say that since you're living in chutzlaretz, oh, that's probably the cause, and therefore I don't have to divorce my wife, and I don't have to even kind the mitzvah. The Rosh says it doesn't make sense. Such a weak svara could patter someone from a mitzvah zase. So we can say a simple answer, that of course there's no p'tor. There's no p'tor from the mitzvah of Puravu by this that you're living in Chutzlaretz and we're saying that you don't have to divorce your wife. Because in reality, for the mitzvah of Puravu, you never have to divorce your wife. We said over from the Abdi Nezer, the whole chiv of divorcing your wife is all that there should be a kiyum of your shei mishpacha, that to enable your mishpacha to keep having its name, therefore there's a chiv gerishin. So all we're doing in a case of chutzlaretz is saying that since you're in chutzlaretz and maybe the avoyin chutzlaretz is gerim that you're in a kara, therefore we're taking off the chiyav gerishin of the kim shemesh bacha. Means the whole cash of the rush was a mitzvah deraisa, you can't knock off with a weak svara. The answer is we never knocked off the mitzvah. The mitzvah is here. Just because there's a mitzvah here, that's not mechaiv you to divorce your wife. Like the Avni Nezer asked, how... How much mysterious nevish do you have to do for a mitzvah say? You see, you don't have to spend the chaymish, so why should you have to divorce your wife? So there's a special halacha that for the kiyam shemish bracha, we wanted you to get divorced. On that we're saying a svara, that avoyin chutzlaretz is something that we could be tailing to take away a chiyav gerishin to keep up the shemish bracha. But never did we talk to the mitzvah. No one's taking away any mitzvah. The mitzvah is Rami Akakaf to Gavra. He has a mitzvah zaseh, and he's mechuyiv in the mitzvah zaseh, and he's not being mechayim in the mitzvah zaseh. We're not talking to the mitzvah zaseh. Because Misad the mitzvah zaseh, he never had to divorce her. There's a special Indian for Kiyom, Shei, Mishpacha. We want you to get divorced. On that we say, there's Avon Chutzlaretz here. You don't have to get divorced. But the cash of the rush was that we never find pattering from a mitzvah by such a weak svara. The answer is no one's talking to the mitzvah. Besides the mitzvah, you never had to get divorced. It's all because of the Indian of Kim Shemesh Bracha. On such a thing, it's not so schwer to say that for the Kim Shemesh Bracha, if there's something to be toiling, you're not mechayiv to get divorced. Now we'll go ahead to the sugya of Chazakis. The Gemara has the famous Machlekes, Rebbe and Amshur and Gamliel, if Chazak is two times or three times. The Shaila is in Shitas Rava. We find in the middle of the Sugya, Rava says, Hashta da Amrit Mechaskois. If you're telling me that different sisters could create a Chazaka, so Loisa Adam Isha, Laimi Mishpachas Nechvin, Vilaimi Mishpachas Misarayan, Vudis Chazik, Plasazimni. If you have a Mishpacha that three of the girls in the family are Mitzayram, Lamashal, or other sicknesses, you shouldn't marry someone from that family, a different sister. 
But the Chazak is three times. That seems to be Shitas Rabba. Then a Chazak is three times. A few lines later, we find that Abaya married Chaima, even though Chaima had been married twice and both of her husbands died. Because Abaya holds the Chazak is three times. And Rabba was Matmi and Abaya. Rabba said, How could you be Saimich on Yitzchak? You yourself said that Yitzchak Sumka is Labar Samcha. So you shouldn't have relied on this halacha that three times the chazaka, and you should have answered yourself for marrying Chaima since she was married twice. So she does Rav Zestira. On one hand, he seems to hold that you need three times to be a chazaka in regards to a chayli in the mishpacha, but in regards to a katlanis, he holds that twice is enough to say that you shouldn't marry the lady. So the Rajba answers a tremendous yisoyed in the sugya. He says there's two types of chazakas we have to deal with. One is a chazak in different people. We're trying to figure out what type of mishpacha you are. So if two sisters have a sickness, we have no right to assume the third sister has a sickness. But if three sisters have a sickness, so that's a chazaka that could work even for another person. A chazaka for another person needs three. Once you have three sisters, then we say the entire mishpacha is a mishpacha that has these chaylis, the sicknesses. But in regards to one person, a katlanis, this isha had a first husband that died, a second husband that died, over there Rava's masking to Rabbi that two would be enough. There's two type of chazakas. A chazaka in regards to an isha herself, two is enough. That's shita's Rava according to the Rajba. The Me'iri says you don't have to make such a lamdasha chiluk. The Me'iri says, chayli is a davash leshchiach. It's very not common to have a sickness that's genetic and uh, inherent in this family more than other families. Therefore, you'll need three. But really, Shittas, Rava is two as a chazaka, but for then you need three. Shittas HaMe'iri. So it's important to note that the Me'iri did not hold of the distinction that the Raj was making, and he holds there's no chilik between a chazaka in one person and three people. Now, in regards to the halacha, it's very interesting. The Gemara says on the third to last line of the Amud, Nisuin Umalkiyas Kerebi, that two are enough for Nisuin Umalkiyas. Vestas in Sharamuid is Kerebi Shimon Ben Gamliel. For some things we hold Chazak is two, and for some things it's three. Now, what's the beer of that? How do we paskin like both of them in different cases? So the Rajma explains that's really a suffix. So by Nisuin, you go Lechumra. We don't want someone to marry a Isha. That might be a sakana, so you go l'chumra. And by Malkius, we say also l'chumra, that two will be enough to get rid of the person, because kivan the avar v'shana, mevarin oisei rishami Yisrael. Since he didn't have Aveira twice, we're going to go l'chumra and try to get rid of him. Invest this is only the Rabbanon, so we'll be more meiko. And therefore we'll say you need three. Because we, la'alacha, are mesupik. So each case we have to go by an individual basis and figure out if we should be machber or meiko. And by Sharamud, he says, we're not going to be mapik b'mayno, el bar. So since two is a suffix, therefore to be mighty moment and say that the person has to pay nezek shalim and not chazi nezek, which is the yisait of the point of a Sharamud, on there we're going to be machmir. And we're going to say you can't be mapik moment unless you have a davar bar. Now, this last line, that Sharamud, is really tully in the machleik is two or three. Just we're going to be machmir, not to be mapik mamun, unless you have a double bar is a pella. Because it's a pasik that you need three times. 
the Pasik says that a Shar becomes a Sharamuid three times. How could the Rajbah say that Sharamuid is really Tully and Rebbe Adam Shingamil? Which sounds like that light Rebbe two should be enough, but just we don't want to be Mapik Mamain unless we have a Dabar Bar, therefore we need three. It's very hard to understand. There's a Pasik that you need three times. The Karanaira asked this Kash in the Rajbah, how could the Rajbah and all the other Rashinim say the same thing? That Sharamud is Tully and Rebbe and, and Rashugin Aliyah, if the Pasik says you need three, obviously everyone agrees. Which is really Taisis on the Psalm and Aleph. Taisis over there, Tap Taisis, the Rebaskal Vashar. Taisis says, Rebbe lay Polygakra. Rebbe's not going to argue on the Pasik of Sharamud. The Gemara just means, Kalaymar, Hosam is Skyman, Divir, Rebbe Shugin Aliyah, the Lamus Chazik, El Batlazimni. All the Gemara means is that the Pasik is working with the guidelines of Rebbe Shugin Aliyah. The whole point of Sharmuid is that the animal becomes a hulksignakton. It becomes evident to us that this animal is a wild animal that needs a bigger shmirah. So the Pasik says you need three times for that. That seems to go along with the guidelines of Rabbi Shurim ben Gamliel. But of course, Rebbe agrees. So we have Machlaikis, Rajma, and Taisvis. If Rebbe argues by Sharmuid, which is really impossible to say, there's a Pasik that you need three. So the Rajma is a pella. Now, in regards to Taisvis, it also needs Havana. Taisvis is saying that Rebbe Leipolik Akra. Rebbe agrees to the Pasik, but the Pasik sounds more like Rabbi ben Gamliel. The question is, so how does Rebbe stim with the Pasik? Why isn't there a Mephersha Pasik that you need three times to create a Chazaka? Not like Rebbe. Rebbe holds twice as a Chazaka. This Pasik seems to say that three is a Chazaka. Why isn't Rebbe bothered by the fact that we have a Pasik that you need three times to become Hoksik? So to explain this, the Achreinim, Chaim, and Shlema, Shlema is in Bavakama, Sem and Gimel, they say there's two things going on in every Sharamud. Besides actually becoming Hugzik as a Nagchen, you need more than that. You need a Seder Hadot. You need to go through a Parsha to become a Mood. A Mood is a name tag that we only give to specific animals. Not every animal that we see as wild, are we going to give the name tag as a Sharamuid that will have the special halachas of a Sharamuid? You pay Me'aliyah, you pay Nezik Shalem. Those halachas are not set on any wild animal. It's only if you went through a Seder Hadar. The Marshal, Roshleim says, we find on the Gemara, that Umdana is not enough. Let's say an animal we see was running after a few people. And it happens to be that the people ran away. Or the animals ran away. We're not going to say, oh, we have an umdana, we have a proof that this animal is wild. Now, if the whole point of three times is to show us, is to prove that this animal is a wild animal, so it ran after people three times, just because the people got away, shouldn't be a reason for us not to say that the animal is a wild animal. Another proof that Rishlam brings is Taisvis in Baba Kamadaf Chavtalam Abbas. Taisvis says, that if a shar kills three shars of hefker, you don't become a mu'ud. Because only if a shar kills a sh- um, shvarim that are bar only shvarim that are mechaiv you to pay, then you become a mu'ud. Now, if the whole point of being negeach three times is to create that this is a wild animal, and it's a hulzignachim, why in the world should it make a difference if the animal that it gored was owned by hefker or owned by a person? So you see in Taisus, that there's a special din, that to become a muid, you need a seder hada, and there's laws and regulations in what makes you get the shemuid. On the Gemara Mem Aleph, we're saying you need to actually gore something, 
And in Taisus was saying, you have to actually gore Baruch Yuvu. So since there's two things going on, more than just making the animal proven to us that it's a wild animal, you actually have to go through a certain seder, exerce a kasev, how to get the name tag muad. Therefore, nothing really schwer on Rebbe. Rebbe holds that to become a wild animal after two times, we know you're a wild animal. But that's not going to make you a muad. Just like you don't become a muad when you gore three times hefker. Because it's exerce a kasev, how to become a muad. Not everything that we think is a wild animal is called a muad. There's rules and regulations. One of the regulations is exerce a kasev. It has to be three times. Just like according to Rabbi Shimon and Leo, who holds that three times proves to us that it's a nachin. Still, we have a tnai of Barchiyuva and that we can't use an umdana. So, too, according to Rabbi, there's a tnai that you need three times. Two proves to us that he's a wild animal. Three is necessary for the Seder Adah. This is the Mahalach of the Achreinim. Rabbi Shimon brings a beautiful raya from the Turiyavan. And Turiyavan in Chagiga says that according to Rabbi, if an animal would gore, Two shars and one chamar. Now, usually the halacha is if a shar only gores shvarim, so it's only hulzik to be negeach shvarim. This is an animal that has a tendency to gore shvarim. If he does shar, chamar, and gamal, then we say that his tendency is to do all animals. Now, if he does twice shar and once chamar, according to Rosh Gamliel, he's not going to be hulzik to do all animals. Because since he only did Shar and Hamar, that's only two different type of animals, we do not have proof that he does all animals. The Turiyavan says that according to Rabbi, since two is a Chazaka, so doing Shar and Hamar, he's Muxik to do all different type of animals. Now, you need three times to become Muxik. This is Xeris HaKasav. But that whole Xeris HaKasav, the Turiyavan holds, is all in becoming a name tag of a Muad. How do you become a muid if you gore three times? But in regards to which animals you're hulzik for, the Turiyavan holds, there's no reason to need three. So if you do it a shar and a chamar, now you'll need a third time to do the shar, because if not, you won't be a muid. But once you did two times shar and one time chamar, now you'll be hulzik to binegeach, all type of animals, because two is really a chazaka. So Shlomo says, from this Turiyavan, you see mamach is you see that the whole din of three is all exerts a kasav of the name tag of Mu'ad. But Rebbe agrees, like Ishita is always, that to become a nachin, to become hugzik as a wild animal, two is enough. Therefore, when you do a shar and a chamar, you'll be hugzik to do all animals. Now he ends off, Rabbi Shlema, that Taisus and Yavam is not masma like this. Taisus and Yavam says, Rebbe le'polagakra, elekaleimar hosam miskaimin divrei rabshingamliyo. The Psukim are working with the guidelines of Rabshim Leo. So Rashlam points out that's not really true. We're saying now there's a special thing called Seder Hadar. Nothing to do with being Hugzignachin. Nothing to do with the Indian of becoming proven as a wild animal. There's another halacha that you need three times to become a muad, to get the name tag of muad. So the Psukim are not even Miskaim and Shapir, more like Rabshim Leo. So Rashlam says, Taisis and Yavamis doesn't really fit this shot. Taizim Bavakama doesn't have that line. Taizim Bavakama just says that Rebbe Lepolig Akra, and Rebbe agrees also. But Taizim Yavamis that adds on this line that the Gemara is saying Sharamuid like Roshin Gamliel, because it's Miskaim and Shapir, is Shmer with this Havana of the Gedele Achreinim. Now, the truth is that even without these Achreinim, Taizim is hard to understand. 
because Taisvis immediately afterwards in Dibri Amaschal Nisus, he says that Rebbe, who holds that Chazak is two, agrees that Lagabe Dine Momen is Chazak is three. Like you see from Sharamud, Sharamud is a raya that by Momen is Chazak is three. The second you say that, then the Pshukim are Bechlal not Miskaim Shapir, like of Shurim because we're saying that even Rebbe agrees that Lagabe Momen is three is a Chazaka. So, so it's uh, hard to understand Taisus anyway. What exactly does Taisus mean when he says Miskaim and Dibri Rebushingam Liel Shapir? With this, that Sharamuid is Chazak of three. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.